Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan, this is episode 104, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Venom, Sony's opening film in their grand Spider-Man cinematic universe. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Just one caveat, they're not allowed to use Spider-Man. In 2012, Marvel Studios released The Avengers and showed the world that a carefully curated shared universe shepherded by a singular vision with multiple interpretations could be both critically praised and financially lucrative. Seeing this, every other studio is intent on making their own MCU. Universal's Dark Universe lasted a single terrible film. Name that film. Suicide Squad? The Mummy. The Mummy. The DCEU is maybe dead, unless Aquaman can save the day. And Sony started off with grand visions of their amazing Spider-Man universe sprawling out to include anyone Spidey had ever rubbed shoulders with. But the issue is that all these attempts to get a universe off the ground rushed in. Where Iron Man didn't reference anyone other than the core shellhead cast until the very end credits, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 had appearances from, or hints towards, Electro, Rhino, Green Goblin, Vulture, Doctor Octopus, Black Cat, and the Spider Slayer. Outside of that, they had plans for a Venom film, a Sinister Six film, a Black Cat and Silver Sable film, as well as The Amazing Spider-Man 3 and 4. Of all those films, only one survived, the post-Amazing Cull. The story of a young man and an alien becoming best friends, like E.T., but with more eating people. It's the one-man team-up himself, Venom. It's the toughest of tough gigs, a villain-based film in which the hero is legally unable to show up. Did director Ruben Fleischer, writers Jeff Pinkner, Kelly Marcel, and my boy, Scott Rosenberg, he of things to do in Denver when you're dead and beautiful girls, etc. And actor Tom Hardy bring some energy to this character or was the film just a little alien? No. To help me work this out is the paycheck picking up Michelle Williams to my dashing doctor who was actually called Dan, Tiffany B. Tiffany B, what did you think of this film? I... Well, thank you for that introduction. What a wonderful introduction. I didn't even ask you to say that, did I? No, you didn't. You didn't thank ask. Thank you. You didn't ask. You strongly hinted. No. <laughs> um, the $10 bill seemed to <laughs> speak volume. The $10 you just slipped me in my hand. Um, I I did not like this one. <laughs> Let's just Let's dive just right in. not bury the lead at all. No. Boom. I did not like this film. I did not care for it. I'm Tiffany Douglas and I approve this message. <laughs> um, no, I had a number of problems with it. And as we go through like notes, I I always realise like how I feel about a film. Yeah. And I didn't like this film. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in summary, I just think it didn't know what it was. I thought Tom Hardy was not 
as good as everyone thinks he is. Or People love a bit be. of Tom Hardy, don't they? Yeah, he. I thought, yeah, I did not agree with him being a great actor, um, and I think it just it didn't have a heart, and it, it had, didn't have a heart. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I just mean that it didn't have like a, the heart of the story. Like, whose story is this, and why do I care about it? Okay. So it was his story, you know, Venom's story. Yeah. But why do I care? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't care about a lot of superheroes. Yeah. All of them, you could say. Um, but good films make you care. Yes. And I don't think this film did that. No. And so therefore, the consequence is, you know, nothing. Really. Yeah. So, um, to reiterate... I did not like this film. <laughs> How did you like it, Daniel? Um, I did not much care for this film either. Um, I think with me, and you know, with the, I mean, is this a superhero film? It's a super villain film, but is it a superhero film? I don't know. But with comic book films, I think my aesthetic distance is so small mm. that I, I will always glean some enjoyment out of it, even if it's just for, a, you know, a couple of moments. Yeah. Um, they don't have to work as hard to win me over, certainly. But, yeah, I, I was very disappointed. I was very curious slash sceptical um, all throughout the production, uh, ever since it was announced... For that, and like when they were like, oh, we're going to do a Sinister Six film, we're going to do a Venom film. And I just, I don't, I don't know, I find it very difficult to grasp. And it's kind of the same with this Joker film that's coming out as well. Mm. Of like, how, how do you do that without a hero? Mm. How, do, how do you. Well, you have a bigger villain, I guess, right? I guess so. So they become the hero of sorts? Yeah, I suppose. But it just, I don't know. It's um, it was yeah a strange proposition, but I have to say, mm. when the film started, mm. and you get, as with the you know the the venom the classic venom origin, um, and you know the same as when venom showed up before in Spider Man three, the to- the infamous Topher Grace venom. It's you know you get this alien thing coming down from space through some means and then it like infects somebody and as as I was watching that opening I was like of course I get it now this is this can work this this can work guys what do you get what do you mean it's like a horror film it's this kind of like infection and it's going to infect this guy and it's you know and it's going to give him Abilities, but it's also gonna, you know, turn him bad, and it's it's this kind of creepy body horror, yeah. body snatchers kind of thing. I was like, right, I'm off to the races. Good, this is gonna be a good film. Uh, by you know, um, against all odds, this is gonna be good. Um, and then it kind of turned into a comedy. Yeah. Kind of in a zany comedy. Yeah. And I, I just it annoyed me. Yeah, I also, yeah, that's definitely a problem. But I also thought it was, like, in its story writing, in its script writing, it, it was really cliched, a lot yeah. of the things. 
It was kind of paint by numbers. Yeah. It was very unoriginal. Mm. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah. So I've already seen this, this scene. Yeah. Or this idea, like, yeah. many times. Mm. And I just, yeah. And much as, you know, we don't wish to always constantly be, um, you know, sudding up the bum of uh, Marvel... I think that's you. You kind of get a, you. You, I think, get an, a, a more of an appreciation for Marvel when you watch films like this, because mm. it is in those little, the little twists on yeah. the scenes. Because it's again, it's all, it's superhero films, so it all has to follow a you know yeah. a structure. Yeah. But it's just those. Li- it doesn't take a lot. Just those little ways that they can turn a story so it's slightly different yeah. than what you've seen before. A character behaves slightly different than how you expect. Yeah. In a moment of crisis, they say something a bit different or do something a bit different um, that makes it interesting and makes this uninteresting. Yeah. Um, I uh, mentioned an MVP yeah. uh, before we started recording yeah. and you had not written one down. No. But were very quick to say that you had an MVP. Yes. Which is interesting because I found it quite difficult. Oh, okay. And considering you've shat on the film so far, I'm very intrigued to ask the question. Tiffany V, who's the MVP of Mud, of Venom? What were you going to say? Who's mud? Mud, mud face. I don't think that's his name. <laughs> uh, who's my, the, the, oh. Who's the MVP of Venom? Venom. Um... The MVP for me was Michelle Williams. Interesting. And I say that loosely (laughs) in the sense that nobody else should be called out (laughs) for their achievements. And, you know, let, let it be clear that the definition of MVP does not necessarily mean they are a they are a good P. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Best, Best of, of a, a bad, bad bunch, bunch is still the MVP. Oh, we got um, it the same. Yes. I I think she's just a steady presence. And I also think, as much as I don't love the funny tone in it, because it's weird, mm-hmm. um, she does have some quite comic scenes. Yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah. Kind of bouncing off of things and yeah. there's a couple of scenes where she's pretty funny. Um so yeah, although I must admit, I think this film is beneath her. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it it reminded me of watching her in um I Feel Pretty. That Amy yeah. Schumer film. It's yeah. like, what are you doing here, Michelle? Yeah. You you feel like showing Michelle yeah. Williams. Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. And saying, this is what you can do. Yeah. But then I guess them Sony bucks. Well, you know. I'm sure she's signed on to sequels as well. And, and I mean, it's a small part. I'm sure it's a not difficult, a huge amount yeah. of work for her. And, you know, maybe she just enjoys doing those kind of more loose roles where she mm. doesn't have to, you know. And a lot of a lot of people say, you know, some of these big actors that show up in these you know, Marvel films and stuff, like Glenn Close and uh, Robert Redford and stuff, 
they enjoy being in some films that their like young relatives can like their kids or yeah. their grandkids or whatever can yeah. watch them in. That's true. Yeah. Because you know. Something. Michelle Williams' kids, you're not going to say, hey, here's, yeah, here's Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Look at what mum can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure there are many reasons, but I don't think any of them are good enough to have <laughs> said yes <laughs> to this film. Cruel. I'm cruel. You are cruel. Who's your MVP? Um, the team that did the CGI. Oh. Because <laughs> I thought the CGI was good. Yeah. Yeah. Of him, like, with the... Of him, the, all like of him in the of him in the suit was good, him. yeah, and and yeah, like his like you know, Dalcine from Street Fighter kind of long punches, that was all good, uh, and then when the symbiote was just goop, mm. it was amazing, it was real like that's real, yeah, that's really creepy and gross and real, yeah, um, yeah, so they they. They did great work. And then that, that one, that kind of the trailer shot, the kind of money shot at the end. Yeah, um, where it's like... It's all like he's he's in the suit, but the suit is kind of coming up like kind of watercolours. Yeah. Like flying off him. Look very, very cool. Yeah. Do you feel... Here's an interesting question before we move on. Please. Do you feel that this film was good enough to, as Sony will hope, uh, open up either this portion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or to um, create another, you know, Spider-Man universe for Sony? No. No? I don't think so. I don't think it... I don't think it did a very good job of setting up... I don't think it did a good job of showing that the, the filmmakers or the producers or whatever can make a film that knows what it is. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to yeah. setting up any consequent films mm. or stories is like, can you tell a strong story with a strong sense of what you want to say and yeah. how you want to say it? Yeah. And I don't think it did that. No. What do you think? No. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the bind that Sony are in that they only have the Spider-Man universe. Mm. But at the moment, they're not allowed to use Spider-Man. So there's not a lot of ins to that no. kind of universe. But I just think, yeah, Venom's the wrong way to go in. And I, yeah, I think it's a very good point just in terms of the... the As with all of these you know shared universes that I was mentioning before, and again, not wanting to you know blow smoke up Marvel too much, but I do think having that Kevin Feige... Mm. I think his his role in it all can't be overstated. Mm. Having that one person at the top who knows what they're doing, yeah. knows what they want, yeah, and can bring in directors that can bring a bit of fun yeah. and a bit of flair to it, mm. but he... Has a vision. Yeah, he knows what he wants. That's yeah. why, you know, Edgar Wright didn't go on with it. Yeah. Because... Kevin, because obviously Edgar Wright is a you know an auteur. Yeah. He wants to make an Edgar Wright film. Yeah. And Kevin Feige's like, no, you're gonna, you've got to make a Marvel film, otherwise we can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like this, you know, it's. It, There's clearly not someone at the top mess. with a vision. Yeah. yeah. It's just. Absolutely. Yeah. On the other side, though, it has made four hundred and sixty-five million dollars worldwide. Yeah. Well. 
you know, I think I think it will um, probably slow down though. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think well, obviously they all do, but I think it will have a steep curve. Yeah. Yeah, because I think people will realise it's not very good. But it's one of those. It's one of those. We go to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, critics giving it thirty percent. Yeah. Average rating four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Uh, audience score eighty-eight percent. Average score four point three out of five. What? So almost as much out of five as uh, critics gave it out of ten. That's crazy. It's nuts, I think there is nothing else to be concluded from that other than people are idiots. <laughs> yeah, another flicks. People are stupid. Continues with that message. Um, yeah. Cool. So that is our spoiler-free review of Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a thumbs down. Yes. Kind of a, you know... I, th- I don't think it's a go-to-the-cinema one. It's maybe a Netflix one, yeah. if you're kind of into this kind of thing. Yeah, but if you're bored yeah. one night. Yeah, then chuck it on, but if not... Have a couple of drinks, maybe. Yeah, just watch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming again. You want some <laughs> Spider-Man-related tomfoolery. Or, like like I mentioned in the intro, you want to see a, a man bonding with an alien, watch E.T. It will break your GD heart. GD. There we go. Um, so we'll have the jingle now. Um, if you're leaving us um, at this point, um, thank you very much for listening. If you're sticking with us, you wait till the other end of the jingle, my friend. We're going to rock your tiny little world. <laughs> We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further without watching the movie. What a jingle. Oh wow. my god. Every time it gets me. Oh Every my god. Time. I almost tear up. Um, so, we are into the spoiler filled section. We're into the, the swamp of uh, spoilerific gases. Um, we'll be analysing this film using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system um, and dealing with the nitty and indeed the gritty. Tiffany B. Gives a point, will ya? Gives a point, will ya? I don't have no money till Wednesday when me pension comes in. Um, okay. My first point is I thought the tone was strange and it was unclear what it wanted to be, which I've kind of alluded to slash already said. Um, what do you mean by that? I mean that... Um, at different times it was serious and it was funny and it was scary and it was, but it, which is fine, which is great, like variety, but it was, the tone of it was weird. So I was like, I don't understand how to take this film. Yeah. And I think that that is largely because it didn't know what it wanted to do itself. Okay. Um, And it didn't know if it wanted to make me laugh or scare me or frill me or, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just found it very kind of confusing. Like, is this a comic character? Or like you say, is this a horror film? Like yeah. this man's been taken over by this, this alien? Like, what am I doing here? Like, how am I meant to feel? Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was confused and messy and, um, 
And yeah, I just didn't find that very enjoyable at all. Yeah. I thought it just, it, it really needed a much more cohesive, it stank to me of a film that has had like a million writers yeah. on it. And so then one person's had one idea, one mm. person's had another, and you mesh them all together and you get something that's very kind of not very cohesive. Yeah. And, and, and doesn't feel like a story. It mm. feels like... Um, almost like what I imagine a film of the future would be where it was like made by robots <laughs> in the sense that it was like, okay, now I have a funny scene. Okay. And now, now we're going to get serious and now it's kind of scary. What? And so ever you've got all the, every scene is so disjointed from yeah. the other one. There's no heart. There's no story. Yeah. It's, it's like it's made by robots. <laughs> Script bot is proud of this <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is my first point. And my most scathing one, <laughs> I would think. that wow. That's the thing I found most un unlikable about this film. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm pretty sure that was one of my points as well. Yeah. Inconsistent tone. Um, yeah. It, I think, should have been a horror Yes. And even if, even if it was like an American werewolf in London, like horror comedy. Yeah. Even that is fine. Because even when it's funny, you know that it's a funny horror film. It's dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. But this and enjoyable. all the no. stuff with him being like, oh, I need to eat something. Oh, I've got to jump yeah. in this lobster tank. Oh. Yeah. Well, and it was like, are you scared by him? Yeah. Or are you friends with him? Yeah. That was very unclear. Mm. Yeah. And the silliness, the yeah. silliness of it. Like, and I'm all about the silliness. All about it. But this just was like, you can't be silly now. Yeah. You've just set this up as a serious. Yeah. Can't dive into silly. Like, you need that silly serious there. divide is sacrosanct. You know, yeah. you can't cross it. Well, you, you can want to be serious. To silliness, you know, to to juxtapose silliness with seriousness. Okay. So the only reason you're being serious is so that you can be silly. Then be silly, yeah. But this is just like I say, this scene we're being serious. This is a serious film, guys. Serious, yeah. serious, serious. The next one, like, oh god, yeah, I'm gonna jump in the tank. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Mate. What are you doing? What's this? What's this? Yeah, it was... Um, and it's a shame. I'm going to dive into my second point, if I may. Please, I invite it and encourage it. Um, it was so annoying that the inconsistent tone was inconsistent. And then it went into this kind of... Um, Hey, oh, I've got the bloody thing living inside me. Oh, it's making me eat funny things. Um, because the opening was really strong, I think. Yeah. The, the kind of coming down in the spaceship and then it infects that the uh, ambulance woman. And then it's going along. And you're like, oh, this yeah, is the, Yeah, that bit was quite like a horror, yeah. Yeah. Um, she kills all the people in the that market thing, and then she's kind of walking on. Um, and, and then the kid. Uh, and then the kid, and then the yeah, the other woman in the airport, the old lady in the airport, etc. Um, that was good. That even the kind of beginning of um, 
Tom Hardy story, with one exception, that I may may or may not, but definitely will get onto later. Mm. Um, that was that was okay because it's like he's got a good life. Yeah. And then it all goes a bit wrong. Yeah. And Classic. he he is in a situation where he is, you know, angry at the world. He's tried to do the right thing. He's tried to confront this person who is very rich and using that richness to do evil things, mm. using that money to do evil things. Uh, and it's, you know, cost him everything. He's angry, he's bitter with the world. Boom, this kind of alien bonds to him mm. and says, hey, you now have the ability to kind of strike back at this world that's treated you so terribly. Mm. And rather than like, oh, let's indulge some of those dark instincts in him, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to eat a lobster. I'm eating out of the rubbish bin. It's just really <laughs> annoying. Really yes. annoying. So that, so, so, th- so that my point is, the be- which is a positive, oh. the beginning... Okay, it's good. Very strong. Very okay. strong. It's, it's set up a film that I would, have, I would still love to see the end of. <laughs> um, but I was not given that opportunity over the course of this running time. Wow. Um, yeah, I thought it, yeah, it set up a good horror film and then did not deliver on that. Mm. Yeah, I think that's and a good that, point. And that, I find, is frustrating. Yes. Um, but yes, so what still, could have been? hats off to what it did at the beginning. Well, and I, it wouldn't surprise me if that was somebody's There vision. was an earlier yeah, yeah. draft of the script that yeah. was... I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was Scott Rosenberg because I like Scott Rosenberg. Because you like him. Yeah, although his past films say it probably wasn't. I um, would say I don't know who it was, but whoever it was should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> because they let their film get made into this other terrible film. I'm going to add a new point. May okay. I? You may. Um, I thought that. It was um, kind of confusing, like his powers or la- what they are exactly. Yes. Like, and I, I, you know, it doesn't have to be defined and like, you know, okay, this is what I can do. But um, I just felt like it wasn't clear mm. what, I don't know, you know, like in the sense of, well, does he need to eat things for this? And does he need to do that? And like, is he. I guess it's that kind of, there was that thing of, well, um, is Tom Hardy or whatever his name was in control or is Venom in control? Mm. And that line was constantly blurred. Yeah. So it was, you know, you would expect that what it's saying is when Venom's in control, like he doesn't have any control. Yeah. Or very little. Yeah. You know, and obviously he would fight back towards the end or whatever. But it's all over the shop. Yeah. Like with whether he can turn it on and off, whether he's it's him doing it or it's Venom doing it, and whether he likes it or not. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? There was a lot yeah. of that kind of like I feel like just some basic things of defining some the of those rules. very small things. Well, and it's yeah, I guess it is what the, are the rules, rules but of just this like thing? even indications of like this is a limitation and that's it. It's not like, well, this is a limitation right now, and then in half an hour it'll be fine. Yeah, it was very much uh, uh, the rules of this depend on what the script needs them yeah. to be. Yeah, um, in that moment. In this moment. And the next scene, who knows, it might be something else. But right now, yeah, 
this is the status quo. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that. Because mm. I just think it's lazy. Mm. Just take a moment to think about the story and think about the powers and think about how they could interestingly overlap. Absolutely. But the it, that was not done. It's the classic science fiction, fantasy, horror thing. Yeah. Anything supernatural or, you know, out of this world. What are the rules? Yeah. What are the rules? They can be whatever you want. Yeah. But you need to set them and stick to them. Yeah, because otherwise there's no consequence. There's it seems no, cheap. Yeah, there's just no seem, point. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, whatever. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah. It's like a child writing a film. Yeah. Okay, and now he can now he can grow to as big as a bus. Well, can, <laughs> like, really? Can he? Did we talk about this? Okay, and now, and now he shoots fire out of his eyes. Like, well, we've... Really? Like, and now that, you know... I'm going to be honest with you, Billy. This is going to be a terrible story. (laughs) Wildly inconsistent. You can't just make it up as you're going, Billy. (laughs) Fucking hell, Billy. Come on, Bill, mate. (laughs) Use your noggin. Um, Yeah, so anyway, I I don't like that. Clear rules. Yeah. Or semi-clear rules. Or just some idea in your own head (laughs) of what's going on. Yeah, you need to have a sense that the people in charge of it know what the rules are. Yeah. Or have an idea of, yeah, the limitations or like, yeah. This is what he can do. This is what he can't do. Yeah. That's a very good point. And a very Dan point. I feel like I've taught you well. Wow. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm going to go on to a point that I referenced earlier. Yes, let's hear it. Um, And whilst I liked the opening because uh, I always like to have a moment don't I yes you do I like to have a moment in these lists yes let's hear um, it and my moment in this one is immediately following his confrontation of Riz Ahmed um, saying oh but you do all these crazy things and blah, blah blah and you do this and you do that and oh aren't you an awful person he's like could you fuck off please um, and then he he gets fired, walks out the building and immediately walks into Michelle Williams, who is also fired, who is also, who then breaks up with him as well. Mm. And it just, it's such a, like, I understand the kind of narrative need for it to not take too long. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. At least let him get home first. Yeah. Before you know his whole world falls apart and also there was no i feel like there wasn't there should have been some kind of hint dropped before then well maybe there was but if there was i don't remember it and it should have been clearer that this was the latest in a long line of him like putting everything behind his work Mm, and taking yeah. crazy risks and doing stupid things for the pursuit I think of the that truth. Was the, wasn't that the inference? I mean, that was the inference, but it just... It wasn't clear. No, it just felt very much like... It, it, to me, it felt very kind of out of the blue yeah. from her. Yeah. And it's like, if you're engaged to this guy... Yeah. Surely it would take a little bit more than that to kind of... Stealing... And undermining her professional. Yeah. Like a bit... It's a pretty big problem. I don't know. It's just something about it. Just, I mean, maybe it was just because on top of 
Yeah. Getting fired from his thing, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I get what you mean, because I think if you say, which I kind of, I don't know, I think there was an inference that he worked too much or that yeah. he was too, like, involved in it. Um, but she didn't seem very annoyed by it. Yes. And so then for her to suddenly be like, well, no, that's the last straw. Yeah. It d- it did seem a little inconsistent yeah. with her previous. It's like behavior. she needs to yeah she needs to set she she I mean not necessarily with an ultimatum because that would make it too obvious but like she needs to sure, let like, you know beforehand that she's like got progress yeah. progressively more frustrated. This is a serious thing. Yeah, I really need you to do this thing. I can't be chasing after you anymore kind of be blah, 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 so that in some way he knows what the risks are yeah before he goes ahead with it yeah um because as it was yeah she was like oh you're so bad and you work so up because they were all like super flirty at the beginning yeah oh my god you're so naughty and then he does the thing and she's like excuse me i told you you were so naughty it's like yeah but you said it in like the sexy voice like come on um yeah yeah. So, I so just, that it, moment you just that moment, like that. I was like, "This is ridiculous." It it wouldn't have it wouldn't have felt out of character for the film. Then, if a bus drives past and splashes him with water, and a bird shits on his jacket, and then a dog shits on his foot, and then you know something, a, a car drives over a little piece of something in the road that kind of pings up and hits him in the nuts. It felt like that kind of. Oh, just my luck. So you think it was just a bit heavy-handed? Just ridiculous. With yeah. the uh, so quick. What a bad day I yeah. had. <laughs> and then it starts raining as he walks home. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it was yeah, like you say, it wasn't even was... a day. It was like what a bad half an hour. <laughs> I've lost my house, <laughs> my job, and my girlfriend. <laughs> half an hour ago, I had all of those things. How was your lunch break, Eddie? Don't ask. Honestly. <laughs> It was a bloody nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like that... Maybe the reason that it annoyed me is because that was the start of zany Yeah, venom yeah. That ushered in the bad times. Yeah, good point. What else you got? Um, so, a kind of smallish one, really, relatively. But I, I didn't like the action scenes. Um, Interesting. With particular note to this ostentatiously long <laughs> motorcycle chase. Yes. That went just on a tour of San Francisco <laughs> where I just couldn't have cared less about what was going on. <laughs> it just was like, is this just a video of someone driving around San Francisco? <laughs> like... Like, is it a video of, like, getting Tom Hardy from his hotel to the <laughs> set or something? Like, did we just happen to have this footage? And so we're like, yeah, let's keep it in. And, like, at first, I thought it was quite cool. I was like, oh, this is quite a cool, slick kind of motorcycle thing. Yeah. And then half an hour later, <laughs> I was like, all right, I think maybe we're done here, aren't we? I think we've got all we can out of this thing. Um, Should we wrap, wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up? like... And then, just, and then he arrives. He arrives yeah, probably at that point, doesn't we he? We get it. Um, yeah, too much. No, thank you. And and it just really stank to me of, 
well, we're struggling to make 90 minutes here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, okay, well, we can be really liberal with some of these scenes. Yeah. Just just have him riding for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> like... What if he rode from San Francisco <laughs> to L.A.? <laughs> I mean, he finishes up in L.A. Um, large parts of it are just him <laughs> driving in the <laughs> California countryside. <laughs> I'm sure Thomas Hardy would be up for it. Um, <laughs> Thomas Hardy. Thomas Hardy, that's what I call him. <laughs> That's his pen name, name. <laughs> yes yes uh yes yeah, i just thought no thank you luxurious oh i hate that kind of thing yeah because it better be if you're going to show me a scene like that for a long mm. time it better be cool yeah you know if mm. it's not like meant to be interesting and engaging it better be cool yeah beautiful visually arresting yeah, something it can't just be Someone riding. Here's a here's a half decent action scene that yeah. goes on for twenty minutes. Yeah, because no. that's that's not good enough, guys. No, thank you. Thank Maybe you. invest more time in writing a story. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you've got so many great kind of non-action scenes. Yeah. That you're like, well, I might have to like slice this yeah. uh, action bit down a little bit. Exactly. We don't yeah. have enough time. So yes, a small point, but you know, a, a fundamental one, one yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was, I mean, how long? What's the running time? One hundred and twelve minutes, mm. which is quite short for a yeah. for one of these big kind of superhero films. But yeah. even so, it felt very slight. Yes. It felt like a very slight one hundred and twelve yes. minutes. Yeah, it was a very lightweight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the story was just trickling along the surface. <laughs> there was nothing really. Yeah, felt... you know, no depth to it, no consequence, no. Yeah. Like they were kind of just trying to pull apart yeah. some toffee. Like, should we yeah. maybe, yeah. Robots. Um. That's my theory. <laughs> I reckon this was the first film made by robots. Script, but takes, <laughs> written by robots. Takes your criticism to heart and vows to be better. There you go. There we go. Um, my next point. Thanks for asking. Is what's um, your next point, Daniel? Oh, I'll, I'll let you know, Tiffany B. Um, it's another moment, actually. Here we go. I've double-momented. I can't believe this. Um, it's who I am. It's what I do. Uh, it is the Venom face turn. I'm using uh, professional wrestling vernacular when I say that. Okay. Um, with the face slash heel, a.k.a. good guy slash bad guy uh, characters in the wacky, larger-than-life world of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. A face turn is when a bad guy um, turns on another bad guy, usually, and becomes a good guy. Right. Uh, And in this film, Venom, the symbiote, is bad and wants to eat the world and is set up for, you know... Destruction. Taken over, you know, these symbiotes taking over the world. And then he changed his mind. And he decides to fight against the symbiotes to Mm. stop that from happening. If you put a gun to my head, I could not tell you why. Yeah. If you'd put a gun to my head... I mean, obviously we're recording this a bit after having seen the film. When when the credits were rolling, I was thinking, why why is Venom a good guy now? What's going on with that? Yeah, there's no reason. No reason whatsoever. Well, you, you would assume it's because he's, like, you know, found that 
humans are all right after mm. all type of thing. Yeah. But that's not presented at all. No. He, they just think they can get away with it and, and kind of crowbar in a faux kind of emotional beat by saying, it's because of you, Eddie. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Explain yourself. Yeah. Like, I like you. You yeah. told me not to. Yeah. I, you've, I don't know. Hmm. And yeah. The, yeah, like you say, there are many, many ways that they could have explained it. Yeah. Many ways. Yeah. Um, you know, he he wants to be the only symbiote on the, even if it's in a selfish way. That yeah. kind of keeps with him being a bad guy. I want to be the only symbiote on this planet. Yeah. So I'm going to kill I the want other. All symbiote. of this for myself. All of this for myself. Absolutely. It could be that the symbiote planet or wherever it is that they're from is very kind of cutthroat and it's all just everyone's out for themselves but he likes that eddie helps other people mm. he's like oh maybe this is this is a nice way to yeah. live this is something that's a completely alien way of being to me so mm. this is cool let's do this more anything mm. it's a comic book film you can make it fucking ridiculous yeah. you could even make it with the tone that they had that he fell in love with eddie yeah you know, it's what I believe you humans call love. Yeah. And it's like, a loop? And then Tom Hardy looks to the camera and goes, and throws away a bottle of beer. Something. But there's nothing. It's because of you, Eddie. Cool. Don't need to explain that any further. Let's get going and stop this rocket. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That Ridiculous. was and inexplicable. Yeah. And kind of unnecessary because then it's like, well, now it's a superhero film. Yeah. And like, that's not what who this character is. No. At the very least, he's like an anti-hero. Yeah. He's a he's a character that does bad things for good reasons. Yeah. Or good things for bad reasons, or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it I guess it kind of, yeah, feeds in with your point about the powers. Yeah. It's just inex inexplicit. Just need to explain it a bit more. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he turned into a good guy? What are the powers? Yeah. How come when it comes out of him, it doesn't mess up his clothes? Yeah. How? Why do they have names? Yeah. Why is this guy called Riot? What? 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 Explain yourself, please. Explain. Explain away, please. Not enough explic. More explic. And that's my fourth point. Fantastic. Tiffany B, what's your next point? Uh, my next point is uh, that, well, and I've kind of covered it, so. Oh, God. You know? Um, that Michelle Williams was quite good in it, and she had, I felt, like some good comic-y scenes. She had a good kind of... Um, she had a good, like, uh, she was a good, like, sounding board for ridiculousness. You know, mm. that ca character who's like, what are you doing? What yeah. is going on? Like, that kind of thing. I think she did that quite well. Um, and I think she played the kind of concerned ex-girlfriend and um, uh, kind of, I don't know what, yeah, like, uh, exasperated. Like, mm. what are you doing? What's going on? Like... Yeah, I think she did that well. But honestly, I struggled to find something positive. Um, and I think, and I think, and I think, I think, in a way, she was a beacon of a kind of comic relief. Nice. Yeah. 
Nice. I I know what your favourite moment with Michelle Williams was. Tell me. It was when uh, she was bonded with the symbiote, oh, and she and it was very form fitting, and you could see her, the outline of her breasts. No, that was not my favourite part. That was your favourite part, wasn't it? No. And she's like, I think she's got high heels on. Of course. When regular, when man venom is regular venom, when Ms. Ms. Venom, it was. I I'm just impressed that they avoided giving her lipstick and a bow in yeah. her hair. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, pink skirt or something. <laughs> like, how do we know? How? What's the difference though between yeah. a girl venom and a boy venom? Well, the girl has big boobs and yeah. high heels and, and lipstick. Form fitting. Stupid. Yeah. No, I hate that kind of thing. Yeah. I hate that girl version thing. Mm. Like, it's a monster. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no need for boobs and heels. Mm. Like, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. It's a monster. Mm. Or an alien or whatever. But it's it's not... Because Tom Hardy's one doesn't look like Tom Hardy. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't seem... doesn't have a big to... swinging cock or a, you know, a big beard or something. That's like, this is what makes it a man. Yeah. This is man yeah. venom. It's a, I hate that kind of thing. It's so, like, some, yeah, reminds me of some kind of, you know, stinky comic book teenager in his room drawing, you know, his, his fantasy Venom, yeah. Lady Venom. And it's like, great, good for him. I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. But presumably we're all adults now. <laughs> and... Like, just use your brain. Again, it's that kind of, what What are we doing here? Yeah. What are the rules? Yeah. What's the rules of the game here? Is this an alien? Or is it some kind of weird gender-enhancing <laughs> creature? Because... Is it like the mask where it, like, <laughs> takes what you want to be and brings yeah. it to the fore yeah. or something? Yeah. But, again, it's, it's just not like... Explicit. Yeah, that... Oh, Lady Venom, look at her. She's so, like, sexy. No. No. (laughs) I'm not having that. No. I call bullshit. No. 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 (laughs) You just love to rile me up, don't you? I do. It makes me ever so happy. We're going to be doing another one of those uh, soon as well. I've got another film for Uh you to watch that you're going to hate. Um, So look forward to that. I'm not going to tell you until we watch it. Um... My final point um, is I would be very surprised if it wasn't your final point as well. It almost definitely is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the, the great authors of all time, Mr. Thomas Hardy, oh, yeah. um, was terrible, I think. I think he was terrible, wasn't he? Yes. Is this your last point as well? Yes. Yes. He was awful. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. All over the shop. Yeah. Bizarre. Mm-hmm. Bizarre, I think, is the closest that I can get to describing what this was. What he was doing. It was just... I, I think he seemed drunk at all times. He, 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 wouldn't, he didn't enunciate anything. I could hardly hear what he was saying most of the time. Yeah. Um, I just... He had these weird kind of... He'd obviously adopted these kind of character things where he'd, like... I don't know, like, the way he walked was all weird and bent over, like he was some kind of, like, junkie or something. And it just... 
I, I didn't get it at all. I felt like I was on... I don't know, if you had shown me that film and I'd never seen any other Tom Hardy films yeah. or heard of him, I'd be like, this guy needs to go back to a supermarket. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is not ever going to be a good actor. He needs to, you know... Why is he going to what, a supermarket? <laughs> because I just mean he needs to go back to whatever job he was doing. Oh, right. <laughs> what the fuck you Is he going to learn to... <laughs> Act in a supermarket. Well, do you know what? It can't help hurt, rather. It was just, it was bizarre. <laughs> Back to his day job, I meant, you it's know. It's the classic Hollywood <laughs> casting thing that's written in on many casting uh, things. Of like, we went, right, what are the, who are the actors that we had to do today? Were there any BTSs? BTSs, <laughs> ones that need to just go back to the supermarket. Oh, dear. But well, yeah. I just know his history. I know he used to work at Sainsbury's. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough then. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was bad. Uh, just, I don't know. And that weird, like, like he clearly developed this character. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the beginning Eddie Brock, at least, is this kind of, like, like, punk reporter guy who just like I just like get these cool interviews and I cover everything and I just cool I just say it like it fucking is man because I'm rock and roll I've got all these like wristbands and cool yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's too much of a character yeah it's it's like more than a, it needs yeah it's a distracting amount of yeah stuff both in yeah his mannerisms the way he conducts himself and that voice i there was an article that came out shortly after this came out that said after watching you know dark knight rises peaky blinders um the revenant mm. uh and this film we have to ask has tom hardy ever heard a human being speak yeah because well because you can't understand it no it's like it's like muffly, kind of mumbly, yeah. like gobbledygook. You're like, what is he saying? Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like you say. I think that's a really good point. It's like it's distracting. Yeah. All these like little weird character things that yeah. he's like really invested in are just distracting. Like like I was constantly thinking, why is he walking like that? <laughs> Well, why is he talking like that? What's he doing with his hand? You know, just constantly like, this is not a character study. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not like an indie film where no. nothing happens and the whole film is just, yeah. oh, look at this weird guy. Yeah. It's a it's a Marvel super, or it's a comic book yeah. film about, a you know, a character that you need to give enough of something flavor that, yeah that people are interested in that's something different but then that's it yeah you've got you to let the story to talk and you've got to you know to some degree let the action go yeah. through, you know yeah it's not you're not it's not my left foot you know no. what I mean yeah it's it not there will much. be blood you don't need to well and also if it were there will be blood I wouldn't want to watch that because it was I just think it was bad it wasn't only that it was too much and it was distracting for this film. Mm. I think it was just bad acting. Yeah. Like, even if he had developed some version of that character for 
you know, a good film, a drama, you know, a dramatic film, mm. I still think it would be bad. Yeah. I think this was a terrible performance. <laughs> like, not only was it badly judged yeah. for the content and the film, yeah. it was just bad. Mm. I thought, I don't get it. Like, yeah. and I honestly, I read a few reviews and people were like saying Tom was, Tom Hardy was good in it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I'm missing, yeah. but I just thought this was terrible. People love him. They love him. I don't love him anywhere near as much as everybody else. No. Like, what has he done? So he did, obviously, what's it? Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Where he was all... I thought, I know everyone loves that voice, but I was like, fucking dial it down a bit. (laughs) Like... Well, they had to. They, um... They, uh... When they, in between releasing the the first trailer where he was speaking and the actual film, they either re-recorded his dialogue or they really had to dial down the kind of modulation or whatever that you put on it because people were just saying, "I, I don't understand, understand what he's saying." Yeah. yeah. Well, and I still can't in that film yeah. for you know fair parts of it. I remember thinking, "I've not a clue what's going on here." Because <laughs> yeah, and what voice is that? Stupid. <laughs> um. And then he was in Inception, where he was pretty normal and pretty cool. Yeah. That's my oh, favorite thing okay. that I've seen him in. I don't, know. I haven't seen that. Uh, you've not seen Inception? No. Oh, we should do a thing on that. Yeah. That's a, oh yeah. Um, he's in The Revenant. Yeah, where he's the same kind of like. We're kind of he was always yeah, he's yeah. got a crazy voice in it. So you could barely understand him because it's so thick. Yeah. And. And he's, yeah, I've never seen him, like, walk normally. And, like, just, can he walk? Is there something wrong with him? Am I being really inappropriate? But This is probably the right time to tell you. Um, he's got <laughs> spina bifida. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah. Too much. It's too much. Yeah. It's like layering it on. Also in this film, I thought he looked really dirty. Yeah. You know how I have that thing. I'm just like, have a shower. <laughs> Fuck's sake, mate. Will you just have a shower? And go back to the supermarket. <laughs> Well, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get a job in a supermarket looking like that, are you? You know, who's going to buy their groceries from you? No one. That's who, my friend. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to work in produce? No. No. Handling oranges? No, thank you. On the counter, you've got another thing coming. No, no way. Absolutely not. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, you know, dry grocery. Mm, I don't know, though. I wouldn't buy anything from them. <laughs> Yeah, just have a shower. You go, oh, God, just... Tom Hardy's down the cereal aisle. No. I'll have a yoghurt. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Need, yeah, need a good shower and a good a good look at yourself, Tom, <laughs> you know? What are you doing, Tom? And just have a conversation with a normal person. Just yeah. observe them. Yeah. Do you think that's what it is? He just doesn't talk to normal people anymore? Maybe. I wonder, I bet he thinks whenever he watches a film, like a normal film, God like this is so bland nobody's like you know taking on character traits the nobody's like, walking like they've got scurvy human yeah <laughs> and i can understand everything this guy's saying What's the, <laughs> like he's got no character Fucking amateur <laughs> jesus christ yeah yeah that was my last point as well overrated tom hardy yeah was bizarre overrated. and Alarming. 
So that was um, our uh, spoiler-filled review of Venom. What did you give it in the end? One. A begrudging one. A begrudging one. Me also. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that not a great not a great start to Sony's thing. Uh, although I yeah, I would not be surprised if it continued without that kind well, of. Well, I mean, if people seem to like it and it's selling, that's the only thing that really matters. Um, so yeah, thank you, Tiffany B, for uh, joining me for this. Sure. Uh, first one in a while. Feels great to get back in the saddle. Yeah. Um, that was our spoiler filled review of Venom. Tiffany B, what did we learn? We learned that Tom Hardy, uh, given what I can only assume is free reign to make (laughs) creative decisions, um, is embarrassingly unfunny. (laughs) We learned that in a film about a potential alien invasion... The one alien that maybe seems to have invaded us is Tom Hardy. <laughs> maybe he's not from this planet whatsoever. Yeah, I think that's... A, actually, I really think that that's true. <laughs> now that I think about it, you're exactly right. <laughs> that's what's happened. That's why I can't get on with him. He's not of the same species as me. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Tom Hardy is an extraterrestrial. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! <laughs>